G'day guys, welcome to another episode of Fair Income. Today we've got a uh, interesting episode. Mr. Ali had left down under to yes. go to a uh, certain spot in Asia. Do you want to just develop on where you went? Yeah, so I went Thailand and this is my first time going. I went to Phuket and also Patani, like uh, the south of Thailand, which is pretty random. Because mm. when I was explaining to people, yeah, I'm going to Thailand. And then they just assume, oh, Bangkok, yeah, or Phuket. <laughs> Yeah. And then I'm like, oh no, nah, I'm going Phuket, but then I'm also going to a place like Patani. I was like, what are you on about? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, so the weird thing is, like Patani, when I was explaining it to people, and once I fa- once I went there, I figured out exactly how it works. It's like on the border of Malaysia and Thailand, mm, on okay. the south. Yeah. So it's like connected. I'm not. I don't know too much about the history, but like I think there is history. Like it was part of Malaysia. Yeah. So like all the people over there spoke. Like, they still speak Malay till this day. Oh, okay. So they speak Thai and Malay. Ah. So from growing up, they're just speaking two languages, which is weird. Majority Muslim. 90% actually. Oh, yeah, because wow. uh, Malaysia is like already majority of yeah. a Muslim. It's a Muslim country. Yeah. So basically like mm-hmm. influence exactly. into yeah. that little part. Maybe. Indonesia has the highest rate of Muslims, isn't it? I'm not too sure actually. I think it's I think possibly it's yeah. Apparently, Somalia is a hundred percent. Yeah. Indonesia is about ninety something as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, bro, hit us up with uh, who you went with and all that sort of stuff. Okay, I'm gonna so put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine, that's fine. So initially, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll do my. I'm gonna go on a solo trip. I asked you guys to see if you're down because I'm like, if you guys come, inshallah, it'll be mad. Like it'll be even better. But then. Let them know when you invited me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm waiting for that too as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it. He told us I'm going. Oh, yeah, I'm going (laughs) the week before. It's like, oh, if you want to come, I don't sell it. And then, you know, the the last episode that we did about the trip, he's like, I invited you guys, both me and you. Mr. Han looked at me like, (laughs) 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 Yeah, sorry, boys, but. My initial plans was to go on my own, so it was one of those like <laughs> uh, those Arab things. Ah, then we're Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> it so never happens. Yeah, exactly. He's like, but like she. Yeah. No one ever wants anything. Don't, don't ask. Like you better say salam. Yeah, But yeah, it was good. First time traveling, so I left on like the Thursday. I sh- bro, th- from the start, I struggled to get a lift to the airport. It's like everyone forgot about me straight away. But yeah, um. Th- I had all the so there's all these requirements to like before you leave to go on the flight, like vaccine and like you gotta book like a specific hotel, like vaccinated staff. I'm still doing that. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a PCR tests and everything. Because not every country is like open to go. Like Malaysia's still not open, so mm. like for Asian countries, that I think Thailand and I think Bali are the yeah. best options. Mm. But then Thailand, you don't have to quarantine, so I think that's like why so many people were going. Like my flight was actually packed. Mm. Like, it was full-packed. I was really surprised because I thought it was, like, a random Thursday. Mm. Why are people going to go? Like, uni's back, work, and, like, people back full-time and stuff. But it's not that bad. Like, you do, like, three, four steps of the procedure of, like, going. And once you arrive as well, you do another test. Yeah. But then once you're there, it's like, bro, that wasn't that hard. Like, mm. it was all worth it. I don't have to quarantine. That's the main thing. It's true. Well, especially if you have to do a test, like, twice as well. I hate it when they, they put it up to your nose. Yeah, but it's like, think about it. Y- if y- if I get to travel, of course you're going to take it. You yeah. suck it up, bro. Well, we took vaccines to just breathe outside. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. basically yeah. <laughs> So it's like, we'll do anything to travel. How ugly is it being on an airplane when you have to keep the mask on? Bro, the whole time I had to well, keep it on. Well, you have to wear the mask. Yeah, but and they're full on, man. Still. The whole time, bro. Because, like, even if you're sleeping, like, bro... You have it even like your nose showing, and they're like, "Oh, excuse me, oh. fix your mask." It's like, bro. That one, yeah, yeah. But I was just thinking, like, 
okay, everyone's vaccinated. Everyone's taking their PCR test. Everyone's, you know, everyone's neg- uh, negative. And then uh, you still have to wait a month on the plane. That, oh that, no, that's, that doesn't make sense. That's not the problem. Yeah, Imagine you're sleeping on a, on a 14-hour flight. And then your mask just slips a little bit off your nose and you're in deep sleep. You're like, beautiful. I'm going to knock off nine hours of this flight. I don't know what you feel is a massive, heavy boof. I'm like, bro. It's like you woke me up for that. It's like, come on, man. Wallah al-Azim, <laughs> I was going to lose my mind because yeah. that was just absolute filth. happened to you a couple of times when you were flying to... In the, you know, I went to the Europe trip, bro. Mm. Oh, my God, bro. It was like I held a gun on the plane. Yeah, I'm it's bad. Like, they take it... Oh. It's too much, man. Yeah. Like for my flight, alhamdulillah, I slept like 80%, bro. Yeah. I don't know how, but then it just worked out well. Mm. And I rocked up. And then I had to take like a. So it was a booked, like pre arranged taxi. You got to be part of your yeah. like procedure. Yeah. So it was actually a lot better. It worked out better for me. Mm. So it was like an hour drive for me. And then I got to the hotel, and the guy's like, oh, you got to pay like a deposit or something. You know, things like. Things oh, yeah, 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 hotel yeah. room, whatever. All this type a of stuff, but he didn't tell me about this, or they didn't say in the hotel website, yeah. whatever. Mm. Always pulling your leg. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like it's obviously a lot. It's like a mm. hundred do- like Australian dollars. So it's a fair bit of like Thai baht. Mm. So like yeah. Thai baht, I think it's like twenty five is one Australian dollar. So they're asking yeah, me for like three thousand baht. You wanted to go buy a house quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it seemed like. <laughs> it's a little side quest, a little, little side job. Yeah, you know? yeah, this guy's just trying to, to make money off the Aussie, bro. <laughs> that's what it was. So was he actually trying to finesse? No, or was this no, legit? no, it wasn't. It was actually like, it was a legit deposit, but then I didn't know about it. Yeah. And like, this is my first time traveling, right? So I have no cash on me. I don't know why. And I, I saw the opportunity to get money on the airport. But I'm like, you know what? I don't want to get ripped off with these rates. But then yeah. it's like, oh, now I'm stuck. What do I have to do? The guy's like, yeah, just go walk. Turn right and start walking, and then you'll see ATM. Bro, it was like dead. It was like midnight. <laughs> Nothing was happening. There's like stray dogs. Like, I was like, this is my first time in a new country, no, like, yeah? Is, is yeah. Was it, was it um, the, the, is that road next to the beach? We just keep walking straight? I don't know the names of the streets. Oh, wait, so you got there. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you arrived in Phuket first, yeah? Yeah, Phuket, yeah. Okay. Sorry, yeah, yeah. And then you got into the taxi, you're driven hour. Yeah, this is all like 11 o'clock or whatever. Is this, did you go towards the city or you outside the city? Where were you staying? I think it's towards the city. Yeah, the city is part of the beach, like it's the beach side, like yeah, like yeah. I think it's, I think it's stuff. part of the city. Yeah, because bro, the area I stayed in, it's called Patong, like Patong Beach. That's the uh, yes, that, that's what. That's Did what you I stay there? there? No. I stayed there. I remember oh now. My Patong, God. that is a beautiful place, bro. It's better to stay there if you're a non-Muslim. I'm gonna be honest. Allah. Like all the drinking and stuff, like oh, there's a lot bad. of stuff to like do. nightlife, <laughs> massage places, bro. Better to stay if you're not Muslim. The massage places. <laughs> well, I think it's <laughs> going no. left. <laughs> look, look, with a hey, like seriously, I've been in Malaysia a lot of times, yeah. Yeah. And part of our Malaysia trips, like over the years, were like yeah, massage is one of the, like the nice things to do. But bro, it's just filthy over there. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> like there's streets, yeah. like Ahmed knows there's mm. streets. You're walking past and you can see that like there's lined up massage places like five in a row, four in a row on the other side. It's like crap. Notorious for that. You can't you can't and avoid it. And, and you know the issues and they come up to you as well. Oh, you can't avoid bro. it. They come it's up to bad, you. Tell us, tell us a little story, bro. I'm <laughs> telling you, like <laughs> like fair enough, they want customers, right? Like 100%. it's competition. They gotta get your intention, whatever. I'm a guy by myself. Thank God, you, like some people are wearing masks, so I wore the mask just to like <laughs> cover my expressions because all they need is one eye con- one moment of eye contact. Yeah. Should have wear sunglasses, finished bro. finished after that, bro. It's the Queen Victoria market of bro, Asia. it's bad. It's like, yeah. you want massage? You want massage? Yeah? <laughs> come, come here. Oh, it's bad. Like, the, look, they 
they try and then they stop. Yeah, that it tries so only so much, but the lady boys don't care. Like they're the ones at the front. They're the more persistent ones. They're the exactly. They're yeah. actually the, a lot more persistent. Where it's like they'll shove the fly in your face. They would try caress your arm or like touch your shoulder. Like it's bad. Like I, I know it's not a good time to start talking about this, but like this oh is yeah. just the reality. Like yeah. there's certain areas in Phuket like you just gotta avoid. Like yeah, avoid it, yeah, of course, yeah. Like let's just like keep keep it straight as well. Like the whole scene of like lady boys and that it's just it's normal. Like there's that many of them that it's normalized within the community over there, and like there's a lot of Muslim ones as well. I asked my friend as well. I'm like. Look, you gotta be straight up with me, bro. Is there a lot of like Muslim lady boys? Oh, jeez. And he's like, yeah, like heaps, like it's normal. And I yeah. couldn't believe it. I was like, what are you on about? Well, so what you're telling me is that this information is not disclosed beforehand, so people are like marrying lady boys by accident and stuff. Oh, like I don't, I didn't ask about <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. That, that one would be <laughs> weird. No, no, that's surprising. I'm because I never obviously when I went to Thailand, the the, the ones I didn't meet any Muslim people. It was just yeah, more yeah. Like going to, to the mosque and stuff like that. Mm. But when I the Muslim lady, but I'm surprised. Yeah, that man, because like you, you know, Phuket's like a lot of Buddhists in that as well. Yeah, of course, yeah. So yeah. it's like there actually is a lot of Muslims, but then it's more Buddhists in Phuket. Mm. But it's bad. Like my friend, like for example, we'll get to the story when I see my friend and stuff. But then when he he would show me online, like you know these famous Thai people online, like girls and that, and you just like you take the piss, kind of mm. like oh, like is this hot? What do you think? What do you think this girl like? She good looking, whatever. I'm like, like she's not ugly. It's like, yeah, <laughs> lady boy. <laughs> he's you he keeps showing me, bro. Uh, it's like, what do you think of her? Like, like on the street. Like, sorry, he's like, yeah, lady boy. <laughs> like, Seven Eleven workers, bro. Oh, it's oh bad, God. man. It's normalized there, yeah, babe. it's so normal. Like, yeah. there's Seven Elevens. It's mostly Muslim girls working there, mm, the counters yeah. and stuff. And then there'll be like, obviously, That's normal girls, lady boys. Like, it's just normal. And I just. There's a lot of people that live there, like even foreigners, a lot of Europeans. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I yeah. can't live there. Mm. I love the place. I would go maybe again with like... Someone. Yeah, not, by not alone. A guardian. Parental... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, need to, I need some guidance, bro, straight <laughs> out. But I was there for three days. Mm. So like I did a bit of the water activities, went to like Tiger Kingdom, like elephant, elephant trekking and all that just... I reckon we go day by day, just so we know. So first yeah, day yeah, you arrive, yeah. you're kicking it with the stray dogs at the ATM. <laughs> yeah, oh the yeah. Next day. See, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've, I've eventually found the ATM, right? Mine's on the ladyboys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, f I finally found an ATM. And the first ATM I went to, I put it in and then I put the pin in and it said incorrect pin. I'm thinking, oh, here oh, we go. You're gonna but did you use the actual card from... Yeah, yeah, I brought a physical card because okay. ING apparently like you can get free international transactions. Oh, okay. So I did that, and then it's like incorrect pin. I tried it like three, four times. It's like, oh, like, I can't remember the exact words, but it's like, it, do it doesn't work. Like, contact your bank. I'm thinking, oh, crap. Like, I'm in a country. My whole trip, possibly, I'm not going to be able to cash out. No way. Yeah, because midnight, like, Nothing I just want to go to sleep, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I, just I haven't even been in my hotel room. Suitcases are still at the lobby. <laughs> so, like... A lot's going through my mind. I'm like, yeah. bro, I just need things to happen. Should have told Seuss three weeks earlier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I needed guidance, bro. <laughs> yeah. but, but like eventually I'm, I went to like the third ATM and then my pin somehow worked. Like I had like three or four in my mind. And it eventually worked, alhamdulillah, all good. But transaction was like eight bucks. I remember, uh, remember when we went to the kebab, you forgot your pin. This guy never uses his card at all. Yeah, because I'm always using my phone like yeah. in Australia. Yeah. Like 
I was like, uh, I'm like, you don't you don't use your card? No, I mean, like, no. you know, when you, like, maybe when your phone doesn't work, add a data. You have the card down, yeah. you have the pin number. And this guy, we're at the kebab <laughs> shop. I'm like, oh, yeah, look, you got to pay? I bet. He gets the card. Oh, I don't remember my pin number. It's <laughs> 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 bro, it's just easy. Double tap, like, can't the card show my face or something? Like face ID. something obvious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, like, I have, like, three or four pins that I... Juggle with oh, it. big man. <laughs> <laughs> what card are you talking about? I wish I could speak that game. But then, yeah, that was all right. Alhamdulillah, everything worked out well. Mm. So then, because I was only there for three days, I was thinking, okay, what do I want to do? Like, there's actually too much. Like, Phuket's actually huge, bro. Like, you look at the map, it's basically an island next to mm. Thailand. And there's, like, way too much. So I was, like, thinking, what the hell do I do? I want to relax as well, but then that's going to take half my day. I'm going to miss out on all these opportunities to go, like these, um, like, what activities and stuff. But the first day, I can't remember exactly. I think I went to Tiger Kingdom. So basically, you see the tigers and cheetahs and that. Bro. Drugged out tigers, yeah? Yeah. Take crazy. a photo with them. But then I didn't realize till afterwards, bro. I'm thinking, I'm too, like, gassed in the moment. Like, I want to do this because I'm scared, but I'm also excited. Mm. Yeah. But then I only realized after, it's all crap, they're drunk <laughs> out, bro. Bro, imagine you just sitting there, the guy's just, the toy's looking at you, just chilling, like, yeah, so. <laughs> touch me and take a photo and get out of here, you're like. Yeah, I didn't fathom it at all, bro. It's like too, like, trying to conquer my fear kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Then how long did you spend with the tigers, like, with the... Uh, like inside the cages and yeah. stuff? Like, a good 20 minutes, whatever. Oh, wow. With the yeah. tiger? Yeah, because obviously there's a few workers mm. and stuff, and, like... It's pretty scary, man. Did you ever like? Did they ever tell you like, "I'll oh, play with it," or, like uh, something like that? Yeah, you know? like as in they'll they'll say like, "Yeah," because they obviously have like certain photos they want people to take. Like, yeah, do this, do mm-hmm. that, play with it this way. I'm thinking, bro, all I want to do is just touch it, and that's it. Like, <laughs> I'm buckling hard. Can you imagine Ali like in his head, bro? Now he's like, "Oh, I conquered my fear." Now he goes to the Amazon rainforest these times. He's on a solo trip again. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I conquered my I fear." Can Thailand, well. I can do that again. He finds one in the rainforest. It's like yeah, he walks up to it, it gets him mauled. Like, where'd this anger come from? The tiger. What's wrong with you? The other ones in That's what I expected. You were relaxed. What happened? But yeah, that was good. With the taxi driver, the Tiger Kingdom, he also took me to like a few places. Like they have like the monkey shows and stuff. Have you seen it? No, no. I, I don't. I don't have a. Okay, been there. so like the monkeys fall, like play basketball, like they they ride tricycles and that. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Like say wallah. But then to be honest, like that's what I like. It was sick when I got there. Obviously, I got the recording. I can show you guys. Yeah. It was actually mad. They could do all these tricks. But when I got there, bro, like obviously I paid for the show and stuff. Then I can enter the room, bro. They're all chained to their neck. Oh, the monkeys. I'm thinking, bro, I shouldn't be in this type of place. Like, just I feel I feel like crap. Like being in like this type of place. It just look at like it looks bad. Like mistreatment of the monkeys, bro. Say you do with that because I've had that before. Just look away. How you look away <laughs> when you paid, or paid for a ticket? Just don't look when the tent comes off. Oh, well, this guy's doing that. I've got well. the camera here. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a cool monkey. No, it was cool. But it was sick, though, because it's just, like, fascinating. I think it's, like, it's Things normal like in Thailand when they have, like, all the animals. Because I've seen the tigers, yeah, the elephants, lot, the, the monkeys. Like, it's part of their lifestyle. Yeah. It's part of their, their, their job. One know? of the homies, yeah. The monkey's one of the homies. Basically. Like, hey, come, you want to work with me? Yeah, so let me put a chain on my Chain up your homies. <laughs> Relax, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's mixed opinions about that. Like, even the elephant, um, like, riding as well. Because I did that. But then only afterwards I started to realise, like, oh, crap. I don't know if it's, like, if it's still good or not. But I still, like, I still did it. 
I just asked it out. I think it's like more like if you go to Dubai or go somewhere or go to Middle East, you ride a camel because it's part of the experience as That's well. That's what I was thinking oh, Egypt, as well. Egypt, yeah. Oh, Egypt, yeah. That's Egypt. what I was thinking as well, the comparison. So, yeah, in Thailand, it's the same thing. You, mm. you get on an te- uh, elephant, it's part of the experience, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's, I don't know how they treat the animals or whatever, yeah, same. but it's part of the experience. The same way you don't know how they treat the camels yeah, or the I've horses over there. I've heard this enough today. I don't need to hear about no more environmental stuff, please. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on about the monkey show because uh, I'm hearing monkeys on tricycles and stuff like yeah, that. That's bro, interesting. Yeah, the monkeys to me. are cooked, man. Like, even like the guy's like telling him like to place like the blocks of numbers and stuff. He's like, Yeah. He's like, You call the number or whatever. And like, Okay, four. And the guy, the monkey looks at the numbers and he's sussing it out and then he picks the right one out. He gives it to me. I'm, t- I'm so confused, bro. No way. I swear <laughs> to God, like, these monkeys are smart, man. <laughs> like, they're doing all these tricks and stuff, playing basketball, doing front flips. It's like, what the hell? Oh, God. <laughs> like, it wasn't, that wasn't, like, that long. But then, these are the things I want to just tick off the list. Like, yeah. I'd never do it in Australia. Because <laughs> I couldn't do everything. I didn't even go to the islands, bro. You didn't go, th- wait, you didn't go to James Bond? No, I didn't go to any of them. James Bond? Yeah, yeah, James yeah, Bond the Island. There's a corner. Yeah, Say <laughs> 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 This island is uh, when the first, you know, like the first old generation James Bond. Yeah, yeah. Is where they shot it, oh, like that him diving off the island into the into the water. They're very creative. They called it James Bond. <laughs> yeah. Island. Basically, all the I like it. That's the James Bond Island. There's Fifi Island. Is it's marketing for you, bro? I've heard of Fifi Island. Yeah, yeah. So, so you never went to like. Well, you, like you didn't have to take the jet skis, you could have gone on a boat. No, but there's a boat trip where it takes you all the islands and stuff like that. I had three days, and some of the places they're offering like packages, whatever, it was like a whole day thing. I was like, I don't know if it's worth it. I'm gonna miss out on so many other things. I'd probably sure. never do that again. Go on a trip and then do those tours. Yeah, yeah, that's those why. Tours, bro, uh, it's so limited, bro. That's why there was a lot of them, and like they seem decent prices, but I'm like, nah, I feel like I'm not gonna be able to do much i'm gonna have to only follow a group i want to just do my own thing mm. give you 30 minutes to look at something bro. relax hard. Mm. sure <laughs> it's not enough exactly mm. they're trying yeah. to just fit everything in. but like it's not cheap as well i don't know if you remember but yeah i remember as well it's been yeah. a while yeah after that i was just like <coughs> relaxing just keeping things simple just enjoying like because actually fathoming like i'm not in australia mm. i'm actually traveling like because things happen so quick at the airport procedure you're too busy figuring out everything to just to get in once you're there it's like Bro, how am I in another country? Like, after two years of COVID, yeah. it felt so weird, bro. But it was nice. Like, Phuket is not bad. Like, I don't know if I'd go again, though, to be honest. Mm. Because I feel like, because I've been in Malaysia so many times, I prefer Malaysia. Mm. Okay. Also, like, the environment of people and Muslims Family and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's just a bit nicer. Scenery, though, in comparison to Malaysia, <sighs> do you reckon it's better? Or the, 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 well, like, what? The water and stuff? Yeah. The, the beaches the beach is 100 t- times better. Like, the water... Yeah, it's I think, uh, well, it's, it's it's really where you are on the island yeah. as well. If you're on a good part of the island where it has the best views and stuff and like that, it's like it's yeah. amazing. Because when I'm, I compared it to, when I went to Phuket, uh, there was like a little mountain. But it's like a, I, I, it's like a little, like a festive night. They do it every night. Are you talking about the full moon party? Or the no, no, relax, bro. No, 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 relax. Oh, I was just asking <laughs> questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm innocent. I don't know any of this stuff. I forgot what it's called. I've tried to search on my phone, but um, there's a like a festival and there was a sunset. Well, like the best sunset I've ever seen in my life because the positioning with the beach and the little mountains around mm. you, and you can see the sunset turn orange and pink. Okay, yeah. Compared to where I went to Langkawi Island in Malaysia, mm. at the sunset yeah. at the beach. Hmm? Isn't that polluted? It's very like humid and. Langkawi is humid, yeah. Yeah. And it's like very like smoggy and stuff. No, 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 no. When it's the sunset, like in in the mornings, yeah, and in the afternoons, no. Mm. Yeah, but it was beautiful. 
compared so to those two. So Lankawi's nice, but like you're saying, it's not as nice. It's not as nice as PK because I think it's more because of the vibe. When Lankawi yeah. is more like you know, it's quiet. You just see the sunset and everything. Yeah, I honestly, I reckon I, I stayed at the wrong area, so mm. I feel like. If I stay at a different area because of Phuket's so big, mm. possibly I'll have a different opinion of Phuket. Yeah, because so many people I remember before going, they're like, "Yeah, it's amazing. Like, I love it." And I was like, I th- "I'm trying to relate to it." I'm like, mm. "No, nah, I don't." I know think I, I stayed like again. part of the um, like behind the mountain, behind the city, because yeah. I could see the city all the way to the other side. It's probably a lot better. Yeah, because it was more, it was more, it was more quieter, but it was busy as well. And it's more like a, you know, there's the island roads that we drive when you go to Mount yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. It's more like that walking around. Yeah. That was nice. Good experience for obviously by myself, bro. Like the whole idea of like doing whatever you want to do and walk around by yourself, like it was so strange, man. <laughs> I was like, what I don't know, like it's such a weird thing to explain because it's like not everyone can relate to it, not everyone's done it before. You mm. can only understand once you do it. But it was great. I think it was a good experience in three days, like learning so much, bro, taking a lot of L's. <laughs> the accident. So what's your conclusion? Because I don't know if the last episode you asked him why, why you wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. So what is your like conclusion? Like oh, traveling alone, alone like by yourself. Those first few days, I think it was good, man. It's, uh, like understanding like yourself more and like what you like to do, and also um, how you spend your time and all that. It was, it was very interesting. Like you surprise yourself in a way mm-hmm. with like the, the, the decisions you make, how you spend your money. Or even just like interacting with people, like because sometimes when you interact with people, like I don't know about you guys, but like if you're with your friends and you're interacting with a random, sometimes you can feel like a bit confident because you're with people you know. Yeah. Mm. But if you're by yourself in a like a foreign country, on a back foot. Yeah, exactly. You're an yeah. outsider, so it's like you just gotta back yourself. Like you can't rely on other people and like self confidence yeah, and secret. all that. Yeah. Did you so have very any? Interesting. Did you have any like altercations? Not really altercations, but like odd situations occur. Besides the the walk of shame in <laughs> like with tourists oh, with tourists and stuff, just in general anything like any not any really man because like your unit no nah, like <laughs> a lot of tourists bro like they're kind of doing their own thing or whatever yeah, yeah like it's not really an issue like th- weird thing is a lot of tourists they go there bro like it's random uh, Irish yeah a lo- like I assume because maybe the weather like they don't have beach and sun yeah stuff. but <laughs> it's just like it was so random like there's yeah. like a whole community like there's a lot of Bars and restaurants, Irish. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> pubs, yeah. yeah. They love a pub, those guys. Man. So I think, Aye. yeah, there's a lot, like, of that side of the world visiting, coming all the way to Thailand, like, French people, like, Eastern Europeans as well, Russians and stuff. They need sun, bro. Yeah, I think, I think they yeah, lack it. That's why some of them actually go live there and they work remotely and stuff. You would have been, like, what? It would have been, like, winter time? Yeah, yeah. Now, well, yeah. just no. Maybe uh, winter, winter's when our autumn summer maybe. is probably autumn, so yeah. it'll probably still be cold or something. Still cold. Yeah, like the yeah. weather was like Melbourne weather, bro. Like is it, it wait? Is it winter and then spring? Look, bro, you're asking the wrong <laughs> person. Don't trip it out. You're asking the wrong person. They go backwards as well <laughs> and everything. From what I know, it's autumn, winter, spring, summer. Is it spring, summer? No, no, no. Autumn is the one like all the leaves fall down. <laughs> and then you're just thinking, you're just thinking <laughs> Instagram, bro. This guy. Winter is rainy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got spring is when the flowers come out. <laughs> I'm trying and to remember. Summer and summer's like when you know why? Because it's the two years of lockdown. Like we never see the weather outside. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like you forget what season you're in, bro. Come on, man. 
<laughs> Don't look at me like that, man. <laughs> Two years, you forgot your. Hold up, forgot. Hold up, forgot. Anyways, anyways. Wait, hold up, hold up. Anyways. Never looked out the window. Anyways. Your next So that's pretty much Phuket. Like, if I had to recommend people going to it, I think it just depends on where you stay. I, I would avoid Patong area, like seriously. <laughs> Maybe go experience it for half a day, like yeah. suss it out at least. But certain areas, no, nah, man. Did you ever get to the um the city that I told you, the um the, the night market? Did you ever go there? What, Belong Walking Street? I think it was, like, yeah. you know, the, the Miami Bro. building and stuff like that. Yeah. Is that kind of oh a... Oh, no, I think that you you were telling me that was Bangkok. I think you No, 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 it, was sure? in, it was in Phuket. The, from the market I seen, it was Belong Walking Street. That's what it's called. Okay. Bro, like, it's... Completely different area from like the day and night life. Like day is nice, yeah, because the markets I'm b- like bought some soccer tops and that. Mm. It's like it reminds me of Malaysia. It's very nice, cheap things. Nightlife is just like all these people come out, bars are open. It's just mm. as well. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> so that was. Cr- What's so the food like? Oh, the food. Bro. Hey, it's good you asked me. I actually, taste the Thai. <laughs> <laughs> Even better, bro. <laughs> you know what the food? Yeah, Excellent like talk about food, man. I asked. I'm oh no, it just came to mind, but the <laughs> biggest struggle for me with the food was finding like breakfast. So like, I'd wake up in the morning. I remember the first day as well. I just remember now. I'd rock up like to restaurants, and I'm thinking, what What are they serving? Whatever. And then I go to like I found the halal restaurant. Yeah, I'm like, oh, what breakfast do you have? And they showed me, and it's like all like these English type of breakfast, yeah, like baked beans and stuff. Yeah. So I spoke to the person. I asked them like, also, oh, what do you guys have for breakfast? And they're like, oh, we have like rice and curry. Like, no, this breakfast thing doesn't exist like in Thailand and these countries. I'm thinking, I should know this, but then it's like, we get so used to like cereals and oats and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, uh, all I had was rice in that for breakfast. Did I have avocados there? Avocados? Yeah, Yeah. of course. Why? (laughs) What's wrong with these avocados, bro? (laughs) We should go and tell them, bro, hey, cuz you're missing out on something. They're giving poached eggs to smash ever. But eggs, eggs and oh, they have eggs with rice, bro. There's all, there's all. That's that's different. (laughs) So it's very strange, man. But like, part of the experience, bro, you gotta just try like Mm. different sort of breakfast. Not easy. And honestly, once you have it, obviously it was weird at the start, but you feel a lot better, bro, because like nutrients based. Okay. It's actually a lot better than cereal and stuff like that. So it's actually long term, it's a much better option. But I don't know if I can get used to that. Honestly, <laughs> 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 what about lunch and, uh, and dinner? It's uh, more yeah, it's all curry. it's all similar. Yeah, yeah, had Thai and stuff. Yeah, mm. bro, I would have found out when I was in Patani. We'll get to it soon. But like, just one thing on the food, they put sugar in everything, like curry, rice, everything. Like, swear to God, that's like that's part of Thai food. That's why taste of Thai, for example, they taste it tastes a bit sweeter than usual, like as maybe some other restaurants. Mm. But that's yeah. just how it is. Always it's add chili. I always have to add chili. I think that's like add that kind of balances out. Mm. So it's actually better. So you don't you don't really taste like you only taste the the, the sweet at the end. But so it, they're they're all sweet. Like it actually all tastes sweet, the dishes. Oh. And like that's how it is. Like they all put all the sugar like a lot. It's like we have to have sweet everything. <laughs> or like even like for example sweet and sour noodles or whatever. Yeah. Probably not what? the best thing to say. Say um no noodles in general thai or something like yeah, that yeah 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 all their dishes every single dish is like sugar yeah, we have to we have to make it sweet that comes past sugar in the in the, the oh the no, no they don't do it like that <laughs> imagine that bro <laughs> <laughs> like salt yeah <laughs> for salad <laughs> no but like that's that's just one thing that I found was super weird bro crazy and they still got better bodies than all of us yeah I was just about to say that yeah <laughs> they're somehow fitter than us for maybe us. our sugar something wrong with our sugar yeah <laughs> listen I'm on to you. <laughs> Daniel Andrews. It's a bit sus. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah. yeah. 
So you fly into Patan, is it? Yeah. So the airport is called Hachai, huh? which is two hours from Patani. So my mate actually picked me up two hours from where he lives. What a nice bloke. And he didn't tell me till, well, I should have did my research, but he didn't tell me till like the day before. I was like, yeah, it's two hours from my house. So I'm leaving at this time. Like, crap, what a nice bloke. Yeah. Mm. Like, I felt bad, but then obviously it was my only option now yeah. <laughs> in his car and stuff. So we drove like two hours and stuff, took me to like a nice cafe in that. Alhamdulillah. And so we got to, on the way to his house, we actually stopped at like a soccer ground. And they're, they're having some tournament, like there's between villages and stuff, they had like a soccer tournament. Mm. So like with the south of Thailand, there's three like regions. So it's Patani, Yalla, and Nara something. No way. Did you say Yalla? No way. Yalla. Yalla. No I was way. dying when I heard it. <laughs> Y-A-L-A. It's like you want to get to the city, Yalla Bao. <laughs> Yalla. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kept using that joke. Like we're going to Yalla. I'm like, okay, Yalla. Yeah, Yalla. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it though. So like, so... The three s- regions are all 90% Muslim in Thailand, the mm. south of Thailand. And this is what it's known for. So they had this soccer tournament and they were all playing and stuff. We went to go watch. Bro, when I rocked up, everyone was staring at me. Like, who the hell is this guy? Like, yeah, you can imagine. Because they actually, they get zero, vis- they get zero like visitors, like tourists. Because yeah. like two hours from the nearest airport, like what are the chances of someone coming to visit Patani? Mm. So then, bro, they're staring at me like it's obvious, yeah? <laughs> they're like po- they're like tapping their mate. Hey, look, they point straight. Like, <laughs> like from a distance, bro. Yeah. But like, it's obvious. Christopher Columbus. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, bro. <laughs> I was like, I was actually la- like, I couldn't laugh too much, but... And then some of them were like, want to take photos with me. Allah. <laughs> Allah, yeah. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> so you know that video? You know what reminds me? You know that video when those black guys went to Japan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, they were just chilling on the street and the Japanese people were like... Oh, oh, black guy. <laughs> yeah, take photo, take photo. They started lining up. Oh, was the funniest thing. You remember uh, Ice Age? Hmm. Sid the Sloth, when he comes into the... And then they make him the king. I can't remember that. You know, nah, remember I should remember Ice Age. It's been a while. Since yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> it's like Ali walks in, then she's like, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I remember now. I remember that scene. Yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> nah, it was crazy, man. So, like, that was... Cr- like, it was interesting seeing that, like, how... Like their whole community is like together watching soccer game. Just how I'm in this village, and they're still like they're playing. They're organizing like a whole soccer tournament. Like it just fascinating to me. Like the smallest things. Like we can't even get around Robin going. Yeah, yeah, bad. (laughs) And bro, you know the thing is, yeah. Like Phuket, I was wearing shorts every day, yeah. But Mm. then I made sure I wore pants just in case. I was like, why not? Just out of respect, Muslims. I just I didn't want to be like too obvious wearing shorts. Bro, they're all wearing three quarters. Every yeah. single player. I was like, I'm the not wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> I remember he was co- com- contemplating, should I bring pants? Should I bring yeah, pants exactly. before the trip? I was like, bro, you can wear shorts when you go to Phuket, but I don't have a patini. But just bring pants yeah. just in case. Because every time I go to Malaysia, like, I bring pants, but I never wear it because it's humid. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to die, but these pants were baggy, so it's not too bad. Yeah. They wear sarongs as well, bro, on top of yeah, their yeah. pants. Yeah. I, I should have wore sarongs, to be honest, but I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I played soccer in a sarong. No, <laughs> never get nutmeg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a hack, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, but that was interesting. And then after that, we took took us out for dinner and stuff, <coughs> and we went to go play soccer that night. 
think Epstein it was place? I think it was no nah, different. So that was pla- nice that view. The 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 one I saw on Instagram. Insta- yeah, yeah, uh, so that's Insta the story. place. Hello, put it. Wait, the one you showed on the one I saw in the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The synthetic. So simple man. I yeah, don't know yeah. what it is. You know when a, you know when a video can talk to you when there's no words said. Yeah. Well, like it just felt like, bro. Everyone is just relaxed. Yeah. They're all pocket oh, rockets, yeah? Bro, the people there, man, like... Ballers? No, like, in terms of, like, how they <coughs> are as people, mm. like, you know how you asked me are there any altercations that? Bro, they weren't hurt to fly, bro. Like, they're just the nicest people. Like, you see, even when they play soccer, they're just too nice. Like, not no one's bumping each other and yeah. stuff like <laughs> that. Like, bro, like, we... So we rocked up to the place and it was, like, a synthetic pitch. It was very mm. nice and stuff. And bro, when I was playing, like obviously, like we're Aussies at the end of the day, so we play with a bit of like roughness, into roughness, it. exactly. Yeah. And bro, like I touch these guys, and then they're flying and stuff <laughs> like that, bro. Like I'm not saying like I'm strong or anything, like I'm barely touching them, but because yeah. they're just too nice and stuff. And then, bro, it was just a very interesting experience, man. Like there's even one shot I took. I took a shot from halfway. Yeah, mm. I take random shots, bro. I almost broke this guy's back. He was on the floor. I felt so bad. No way. Well, uh, so it's well like it's like a whole different culture of like. So there's no there's no like like uh, competition. No, nothing, like, I guess nothing. None, not at all. Like some of them are techie, mm. like they're actually good, but yeah, none of that, bro. There's no such thing as like using like brute mm. or like strength or anything like that. So mm-hmm. it's very interesting, bro. No Leicester City fans, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should be, but that bro, you know the thing, they're actually all Liverpool fans. Alhamdulillah. Like Alhamdulillah. it's a Liverpool and United. Apart from that, I don't think I've seen any other teams. But it's like 70% Liverpool, 30% United. That's mad. I like like it's actually mad. It? I don't know. Like it's, It doesn't make sense to me. I even asked my mate because he's a Liverpool fan as well. He's just like, I don't know. It's just how it is. Is there a Thai player there? In Liverpool? Nah. No. No sponsorship? I don't know, man. That's just because uh, Liverpool must... The most known club in the whole yeah, world. Yeah, and, and United. Yeah, and they ca- they've come to plenty United, times yeah. to Thailand. They come to Thailand for preseason a lot. Oh, they do every year. They thought they'd be like Madrid and Barca fans. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's Arabs. Do have <laughs> That's Arabs, man. <laughs> Arabs, yeah, man. Yeah, Arabs. And they don't like even that. come to Arab countries to play there as well. Come on, bro. Like BT Sports, bro. It's their fault. All they do is show bloody Real Madrid and Barcelona. My dad exactly. goes. Exactly. My dad goes. I supported Bayern Munich back in the day. That's the only thing that was on TV. Bayern the Bayern Munich. <laughs> what they gave you the the bottom tier of the world, bro. They so gave random, you Bundesliga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're missing out, bro. <laughs> but it was a good experience. Like I was speaking to these guys. This is like my first time. Like, because apart from my, my friend Fatah, he speaks English pretty well. Like he lived in Poland as well, so like he speaks. Pre- so this guy went to Jordan. He worked yeah. there. He came back to Thailand. Apparently, he moved to. He went to Poland as well. So I met him in Jordan, so and then after that, he. So he said he was. He had a young daughter, like, I think two years old then. He was married. Uh-huh. His wife was studying Arabic then, and he was, like, taking care of the daughter then. And then they moved to Poland, and he, I think he was working there. And then he moved back to Thailand and opened up, like, his own cafe. And he's he even, like, when I was there, he opened up, like, a small burger shop. And even after Ramadan, he's opening up a second cafe. Like, this guy's 28. He's, like, doing well for himself. Like, really, I was impressed. I didn't expect any of this. So it was, like... Very interesting. That's why his English is good. Mm-hmm. So, apart from him, basically, and one other guy I met, he studied in Bangkok architecture. His English was good. But majority of the people there, like, they understand a bit of English, but they don't speak it at all. Mm. So, like, Thai, they speak, like, Thai or M- Malay, like I said. And then it's, like, a massive language barrier for myself, like, if I'm walking around and stuff. But, like, that's real humbling, bro. Mm. So, I think about playing soccer 
and you can't talk to these guys at all. I'm trying to call for the ball. <laughs> I'm trying to say man on. They've got no yeah. idea what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, just big, bro. it's just humbling, bro. It's like you just got to play on instincts or something. Or, like, oh, or if things don't go your way, obviously you can't say much. Like if it's a foul, it's like, what do you just, what do you say? So the whole time you couldn't communicate with them in... Like, exce- ex- like you can show like your hands, hand gestures yeah, yeah, and expressions. Like, like put your hand up. Like did Guardiola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like call for the ball with your hand yeah. or something. Or you can actually just scream and that could be enough. But like apart from my, my mate Fatah and the, another guy that I was saying he knows English, he's in my team. Mm. The rest of them, like no English. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's so weird, no, bro. It's so difficult. Well, I want to ask a quick question. Did was there any? Did you meet any fans? Like new? I think they came about you or nah? Mm. <laughs> what? I just want to know. <laughs> to Thailand. Nah, nah. We never know, but we have Thailand. Nah, you never well. know. You never know. You never know what. Because we recently we've had some followers from like London and like other other European cities. No, no, I know. Yeah, Thailand is random though. Yeah. But nah, honestly, maybe they've heard of it from my mate. But mm. bro, I'll, I had this like um, what what is it like a sales pitch? I'm like, you want to learn English? Yeah, watch this. <laughs> it was the best thing, bro. <laughs> and see the video I sent you guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'll, I'll post it on the Instagram as well. Yeah, yeah. Nikim. Like, t- the guys watching the BS episode and, watch and we're playing football yeah. at the same time. <laughs> it was I the best, bro. That's like, oh, that's my brother. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I remember that. No, it was good, man, because like, it kind of like created more of a connection with people. It's like, oh, okay, they kind of understand me a bit more. And yeah. bro, like, they're very fascinated with uh, Aussies in general. Because yeah. maybe they've never met one. I don't know. So, like, they're asking me, like, questions about Australia, Muslims in Australia. Yeah, tell us about the news broadcast. Oh, before. that one. Uh, that was so <laughs> random, wasn't it? Wallah, All I had about the people, I was Honestly, like, I wake up in the morning and I see a vi- Ali say, like, this is so random, a video. And uh, and I, I click on the video. I'm like, what the hell is Ali doing <laughs> in the studio with a green background with a sheikh next to him and a couple of brothers with cameras and stuff? <laughs> Yeah. I, I sent it like 1am for you guys on It was oh so like. random bro I know, <laughs> what, it was actually tell, us tell us a story about that bro So I was at the cafe with my mate It was like 5pm or something We're going to go out for dinner soon And then I find out that like um, One of my other friends from Jordan Lives in that city as well Named Lukaman And he was back in town And he works with like Like it's kind of like one path I guess Yeah And that's their own like kind of network They got like Um you know, Arabic channel, like, you know, Islamic channels and stuff. And they have an English channel. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, oh, we, we need a guest for the English channel. Would you li- they want to interview you. I'm thinking, how do they even know I'm here? Like, how do they know who I am? And then I found that it's from Luke Man, that guy. Mm. And it's like, yeah, we're going to do it in two hours. I'm like, cra- I'm like, to be honest, initially I was like, yeah, sweet. It'll be mad. And then 20 minutes later, I'm like, crap, I'm going to be live <laughs> on TV. <laughs> yeah, I, was yeah, buck- I was buckling a bit. I was like, crap, what do I even say? Who am I? <laughs> like so it's a TV program. It's not like a YouTube thing? It's a Facebook uh, I think, thing. I think it's, I th- actually, I think, yeah, I think it's a social media thing. It's a social yeah, Facebook like live. YouTube it's social media yeah. thing. Yeah. Where it's like, I, w- I, w- I didn't know I was going to go live till I rocked up. But I was like, you know what? Like, the English is like, okay. And like, my English is fine. Like, what's it to even worry about? Like, they're going to ask me simple questions about Australia. Mm-hmm. So... so when I was watching that video, but it was like so. Some moments are a bit awkward. Yeah, he had to repeat himself. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was like, so the ho- <laughs> so the whole interview. First of all, before the interview happened, yeah, like obviously I don't I don't know the sheikhs and that they interview me. I have no idea, so I'm just relying on my mate that speaks English, because yeah. no one else does. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He, and bro, like he jokes around a lot. Yeah, he's like, yeah, don't worry, bro. It's only like two hours. You're just gonna stare at the camera by yourself. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Are you serious? And I was like, buckling as well. Yeah. But it was fine. I was like. Ended up being like a half an hour interview mm. with one of the sheikhs there. His English was great. 
he studied elsewhere. I can't remember. Poland but as well. <laughs> who knows? But, but yeah, it was, it was actually a good interview. Like I actually wa- wasn't that nervous because I was surprised myself because I was asked answering simple questions, but I was also worried about if I'm speaking too fast, mm. am I like using you know advanced English words or not? Yeah, so I was wondering you trying to talk slowly, yeah. like simple, yeah. trying to keep uh, English really you simple. To, you as have well. to because like I just when there's language barriers, bro, you got to understand that when people are learning a language, it's not going to be as good as a native speaker. So you can't just speak like a native speaker mm. and expect them to understand. Mm. So it's not easy. Like the whole trip, I was speaking like that. Don't tell me you were like, I no, am no, 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 very relax, good. Relax. <laughs> wasn't that bad. <laughs> that would have well, been uh, What do you feel about that moment when they, uh, they, when the, they let people call to talk to you? I was excited. That one guy. I was excited, man. Mm. So like they did calls, but then only one guy ended up calling. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is, I was like, I'm done. It's okay. The one guy being interested is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> he's like asking me about Australia and stuff, and then he asked me, "Are you married?" I'm like, "Nah." They're like, "Where's this guy, bro?" I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, "The chef, like, kind of just <laughs> cut it." He's like, "Yeah, okay, thanks, brother." <laughs> and all the boys were like roasted to me, like, "Yeah, they asked you, yeah." They start laughing. <laughs> I love how like he's trying to. I'm plugged fair, fair dinkum as well onto the awesome, uh, the, the thing. Yeah, yeah. Time, bro. Then, you know, I think he only got it twice at the end because at the start he's like, yeah, uh, I have a uh, a podcast with my boys called Fair Dinkum. Mm. He's like, oh yeah, 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 but Australia, well, how <laughs> slam, yeah, isn't it? he was like that. <laughs> he just fascinated. He was fascinated about how this is slam in Australia. Yeah. Then you know, like himself about him. Like, you didn't know there's, like, Muslims here in Melbourne, the schools yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, really? They're All no those interesting things. They, 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 they were surprised there's even mosques. Like, they actually have zero idea. Because mm. if, if you think about, like, with certain countries like Thailand and possibly Malaysia and stuff, like, they don't travel outside of Asia much. Like, they can't afford it. Like oh, they will go like to a Western country to Like, just w- to when I was speaking it. to a lot of my friends and stuff, they were talking about, like, traveling to Vietnam, Laos, Malaysia and stuff. And it's like, I never really hear, apart from Poland, but like, I never really hear like going elsewhere, like Europe or Australia and stuff. Mm. And it's like foreign to them because when it comes down to like how much money they make, I was speaking to one of my friends and he was, he was saying, like, he was asking me how much do you make? I'm thinking, should I tell him? Like, it's going to be awkward. Like, think about it. Like, you feel bad as well. But I ended up telling him, yeah, like, you know, I, I work f- like $20 an hour. Like, you know, got to play it a bit safe and see yeah, yeah. the reaction. Mm. Bro, the guy's like, puts his hand on his head. He's like, what the hell? No way. Like, he's, <laughs> and then he's like, to me, one, that means that you work one hour is like 10 hours here. Bro. Yeah. yeah In the moment, like, I felt like you're crap. Like I was complaining about everything. I felt like crap, bro. You know, after that, honestly, I paid for almost everything. I was like, no, I have to. <laughs> I have to. Because think about it. He knows how much I make. And like the obviously the whole trip I was trying to pay for everything, mm. yeah. But then certain things like his cafe, he's, he's gonna force. He's like, no. Nah. So. Seven Eleven. Yeah. Oh yeah, even like certain. Th- so even after that, obviously now he knows how much I make, right? And he he kind of got the gist of the conversion rate. Mm. So he went into Seven Eleven, bought some like a lot of drinks because we're eating for dinner on the way home, and we come out. He's like, because he saw how much the price was in in Thai baht. And he's like, oh yeah, so for you, that was $2.50. Like oh, my God. I'm like, what? That is crazy, bro. I'm like to him, in Australia, you can't buy any drink in 7-Eleven for $2.50. Think about it. Yeah. It's like $3, like $3 really or more. Water. Yeah. Because yeah. 7-Eleven's expensive. Yeah. 7-Eleven's different there. Like, cheap The convenience stores, yeah. 
here it's like three bucks minimum. Follows oh. too. So it's a different life. So like if you think about it, what are we still doing here? Crazy, bro. That's why there's Europeans living in Phuket and stuff. They're Makes living. Sense. But if you think about it, if we move there and start living there, we'll be working the same. No, I'm not working there. I'll make as much money no, here and I'll move there, there for three months. Yeah, you can do that, it. or mm. you can work remotely. That's what a lot of people do. So mm. they work remotely, earn like in Thailand, yeah, British wages, and then they move to Thailand. Yeah, yeah. They're always on the laptop. That's it. Yeah, it's easy, bro. Oh, that's actually nice. So obviously, like for people in Thai Thailand, like they're not making much, but then for the lifestyle, it's affordable, yeah. Mm. And then for us, it's the same thing, like different standards. Yeah. But then when you go outside your country, travel elsewhere around the world, it's not as possible or as easy for us. Mm. Mm. So that's why they like they don't get to travel as much and that, and it's just like little things that like make you grateful. It's like mm. we, it's so easy for us, like really, to like book a trip or for me. For example, I booked a trip to Thailand by myself and I could afford it. I'm working part-time, bro. Yeah. And I could somehow afford it by saving up after a while. It's fascinating, man. Oh, no, it is. That's this thing, bro. You just don't realize, like... It's, uh, yeah, it's crazy to think about, man. Like, even some of them, which was strange, but it was actually, like, fascinating as well. Even though, like, a lot of them can't afford it because they're young, but their parents save up for them to go study Arabic. Mm. So a lot of them that I met in like the south of Thailand, they speak like Fusha, like classical Arabic and like good. They they learned the whole like course, like four or five levels mm. and it's normal. Like it's like, yeah, I studied in Jordan, I studied in Saudi, I studied mm. in Bahrain. It's like, it's crazy. Like th think about like uh, the years of saving their parents did for their kids in order for for them to, to learn Arabic. Yeah, mm. Like not just to become a chef, just the investment in their in their life as well. Yeah, and their akhirah as well, set up as well. Exactly. Like they they can read Quran and Arabic from a young age, all of them. That's amazing. Like we have the same thing with Islamic schools, but like you feel like they have a grasp of a lot. Like they have a grasp of the, what the world really is about better than us. Yeah, one hundred percent, bro. Like it is different when it's ninety percent of your religion, like the people population. Yeah. It's a bit easier. To like kind of things are more accommodating for you, but like their priorities are just straight, bro. Like, I'll yeah. tell you, like, for the guys my age that I met there, what they pretty much do is they go to high school there, and then after high school, they go to Jordan or Middle East to study Arabic, do the whole course, smash it out so the Arabic's on point, understanding Quran and all that. Then they get married early, and then they like start their own business, bro. So, like, even in the Middle East, you realize as well, a lot of Muslim countries, like, it's very business business orientated. Like, you see how many small business yeah. businesses and, like, little shops and restaurants. It's like, you look at some places, it's like, how are these guys living off that? Like, the, you're not seeing many customers. How is it even possible, yeah? yeah? Like, some of them live at the back of the shops because they have to. Yeah. But then it's like, it's fascinating how they even make that happen, but then it's because their priorities are straight and obviously yeah, their risk is ridden. Compared to us, like we here live in a Western country, here, Britain or America or whatever, mm. so compared to going to like going to Middle East and see how their lifestyle is, like their priorities one thing, mm. just work, get the money and feed the family and that's it, that's their life. You know, there's 100%. no, let's get, take a short trip there or let's buy this as a family mm. or there's no like, Fancy stuff that we we appreciate exactly, that nothing, we bro. we love to do we love to do oh I want, I'm gonna buy a PlayStation I'm gonna work for it buy a PlayStation bro, and sit there and do just play oh I'm gonna go buy uh 
$30,000 car and yeah. see you know whip through the streets. They don't care about the, like the um, materialistic stuff. They're more uh, like they want the realistic stuff that's going to help their family, mm. you know, to grow and become better. And like like you said, a small business can turn mm. into a big business, big business in that area exactly, exactly. one day. And yeah. that shows that how how our priorities is all over the place compared to today. Yeah. They're like one thing and just one thing straight. No, I, I agree. Like, but the thing is, it's because when you start to see more money is like potentially available to you, it's it does test yourself. Like, yeah. I assume if they got offered more money for like a certain job, for example, like they would get tested as well. So it's like it's obviously they never see that sort of money. So it's like it's they've kind of got no idea like how it works with all like buying brands and like they never consider those type of things. Whoever covers them up. Exactly. Yeah. That's all they're thinking about. That's that's what's going through their mind. Like just the minimum like for survival requirements yeah. and that's it. Mm. So it's just like for us, obviously like there are a lot of businesses in Muslim community and Australian stuff but we can get, for example, we can get too comfortable with just like, yeah, I'll take that job because that money is like, it's going to be um, okay. guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Like this month, whereas if I start a business, it's not gonna. I'm not gonna reap the rewards till maybe a year or two, if not longer. Yeah, and we're not willing to like suck it up and actually wait long term because we want to be keeping up with the Joneses. Exactly, yeah? mm-hmm. and also like, cause if you if when I realized going over there, business is probably the best. Is it's ideal as a Muslim mm. having your own business, and you t- in terms of flexibility. You know, because your priority is also your family. It's not just work, working for the, m- the money and your customers and stuff. Because, you know, your grandparents get sick, parents get sick, or other things happen. Like, yeah. things happen in your life where it's like, you got to shift that priority and you gotta be a- you got to be able to. Mm. Whereas if you have a job, you have to beg the boss for half an hour for Jummah or something. Mm. Like, mm. Or Jummah or just for Ramadan or Fa'id or stuff exactly. like that. You don't get the opportunities. Like they don't let you off. Like no, mate, you got to stick with the rest of the people. Exactly. Like you you right. try to explain to them. Oh, it's just like your Christmas. This is our Christmas mm. as well. You know, we celebrate on that day. But like they toughen you. Like, you can't miss this day. When you when you have your own business, mm. you can do whatever you like. Hundred percent. And that's what it's all about. Like that's why, especially I feel like in Australia, like or any like country where you're like minority, business is ideal in general because you're living on your own terms. You, you can, you're, it's more flexible with doing other things as well not just work you can actually focus on other stuff in your week so it was very interesting to me that's why like even a lot of businesses there they don't they're not as like successful like they're just building it up they're starting new like there's a lot of young married couples there like working together in businesses yeah. and they're just winging it like they're just taking the risk they're supportive yeah the oh big time yeah big time 100% like for example, a lot of the small businesses over there are like cafes. Like they have like shops of like, and the guy learns how to like make proper coffee and he brews the beans himself and stuff. Like it's a strong culture over there. Okay, yeah. Obviously social media is a big influence to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's like they all support each other. So like there'll be days where I'm driving and I'm thinking, we're gonna, yeah, we're just going to go back to the house and like stay, drop me off or whatever. But like he'll stop at like three places like cafes or restaurants and, speak to his friends, catch up, buy a few things because it's like supporting and it's catching up. It's nice, man. And it's like a proper strong community, bro. Like you know when I started thinking about that sort of stuff, mm. like like a different kind of lifestyle was when I spoke to Raul that one time mm. and he was telling me about in Spain or in Cordoba where he used to live was like 
you have work in the morning, you start, and then when it's like mid afternoon, they have something called the siesta. Mm. So they have a nap in the middle of the in the middle of the day. Mm. So everyone just goes, kicks it, they close up shop for like an hour or so. Everyone kicks it, has a nap, and then they wake up again. They just finish off the day, even though they don't want to. They just finish it off, yeah. but they live for like mm. what happens after work. Mm-hmm. Like everyone goes, like you'd be like you'd walk past like a, a football court mm. or like a place where people were playing soccer. You drop your bags or whatever you were wearing. And you're like, hey boys, can I join? They tell you, yeah, jump in. You just you're playing soccer now. After work, you're just randomly playing soccer now. Now you're having a kick. Mm. Then you go out, you're having paella. Paella. Sorry. Paella. And you're having all this sort of stuff, bro. You're just you're living. You're living like... You're not living like we are for excess. We're, we're always living for like the next the next item of clothes or the next car or how I'm upgrade my house. How am I going to get that new, um, that new computer or whatever it is. They're always like... Because wh- what have I got now? Have I got mm. what I need? Yeah, I've got what I need, Mickey. Yeah, what's more important than the the material items that I, that I currently have? Hmm. Bro, interactions of humans, hundred percent. You become so like absorbed by materialism and consumption. Like this is why Subhanallah Ramadan is like a blessing for us. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. It makes you go, hey, guess what? You can't even fulfill your necessity, like the that 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 need to eat or to drink. What are you without that now? Yeah. What are you without that bare necessity? You're going to care about buying a t-shirt? Nah, you don't care about that. <laughs> Only thing that's going through your head is, bro, I need to eat. Exactly. Need yeah, to drink. nothing else matters, really. You know what I mean? That's why, like, honestly, going this trip pre-Ramadan was the biggest blessing, bro. Like, I only realized when I got back, like, how much of a blessing it was. Because when you're there, everything, like, wherever you are, it becomes normal, right? Mm. Like, even when you go to, like, a certain country or city, it kind of becomes normal. And, you know, you're going through the motions and stuff. And then when I got, um, so like, basically like, even just seeing like their lifestyle, even the simplest things, yeah, what they're wearing or, you know, their houses as well, their like conditions of the house, like, it's obviously not the same to Australia, but they just don't care too much about that. Where it's mm. like, for us, like it's enough, we will we'll focus on other things. Like this is what we need to focus on, you know, we're, we're like family orientated, like they're socializing a lot more than us, bro. Like you said, like they work in Spain, they work, but then they're more focused about after hours. Yeah, and that's what it is. Like my obviously, alhamdulillah, my friend has his own business, but then that's the whole idea, like having your own business. And then these guys are socializing every single night. Like there's markets going on. There's like so active. There's activities for kids and stuff. And young bro, there's a lot of young families there because obviously every culture is different. But then their priorities is like okay, get married, start a family. You know, stay with, build a community here. Mm. Like it's beautiful to see. Like super refreshing, bro. Yeah. Like it really starts to make you understand what's more important in life, and also not to worry about the extra things about the things that could influence you just to prove to others or show others. You know, you have this, you have that. It's like it's so irrelevant. Yeah, hundred percent. It's all about perception. Yeah, That's something I was is. learning in class the other day. Yeah. Mm. The teacher was talking about how the way, um, like they put up different images on the board, and then what you choose to focus on, you'll see. You know what I mean? So it's like you know those images where, like for example, like there'll be two different things or three different things, like that rabbit with the duck face thing, and, you mm. and she's like, "Oh, I know what you're yeah, talking you know about." What yeah, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. And it's like, "What do you see? The duck, or do you see the rabbit, or do you see something else?" Yeah, and like you understand that your brain, like it latches onto things and it creates meaning. 
based off of what you focus on. And like beyond what we focus on, there's a lot more to life, bro. Yeah. Like there's there's different perspectives, there's different ways of doing things. <coughs> if you were to up and leave now and go to Thailand and that's it, you go and live there, then you start living like you start to like acclimatize Adapt, to their culture yeah. and whatever it is. Mm. You're gonna come back in and you go, Whoa, what the hell? Everyone's so cooked here, man. Relax. Yeah. It's more it's more simplistic there than right. more here with more you have to have that. Like you need everything. Yeah. Basically. When you go to co- countries like they're more simple minded, they're simple, focused, simple driven. Yeah. They're more they're they're living a more comfortable lifestyle than we are. Oh, here. Big time. They're a lot more happier than us and more yeah. content, bro. Simplicity is beautiful, man. It's honestly it's the way to go, bro. Because when I came back, I remember just my like because in general, like my family, like we're all working and stuff, we're all like go, 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 studying. But I only realized when we came back, I'm thinking, like, obviously, I slept in, I was like kicking it that day, yeah, I didn't yeah. go to work, whatever. And I'm seeing everyone gone, like, everyone's rushing. I'm like, I'm thinking, in my mind, relax. Yeah, what's the, hard, rush? Yeah. What's the rush, man? Like, enjoy life, <laughs> like, enjoy yeah. the moment, you kick can't. back. When, oh, I, when I was in the UK, remember I told you when I was um, kicking it at freshly grounded with Faisal and stuff? Yeah. Bro, they were like frantic, Harold. Yeah, see? Like the way the lifestyle is there, it's us on steroids. Oh, well. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then I was there and we don't have a relatively easy life either. We're not mm. we're not like just sitting, kicking back 10 hours of the day, 11 hours of the day. Yeah. We're, we're actually moving and we're doing things as well. We're oftentimes, we're, we're very busy ourselves. But then I'm looking at them, I'm like, whoa, they're a different level of busy. Like yeah. how, like you, you sit there and you go, well, how, how could you have one-upped us? Yeah, how's that possible? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're thinking, well, like, I'm the busiest guy in the world. <laughs> and then... It's because, bro, like, we keep looking for the next thing. Like, let's just say, for example, it's like, we're recording episodes, we're, like, getting guests. Like, yeah, we're knocked it off. We're sweet. We're, like, we're moving ahead, this and that. And then it's like, okay, let's go to the next thing. Next thing. It's like, when are you going to relax then? Yeah. Or, like, work in general. It's like, we're always looking for the next thing to, like, get ahead and, like, this idea of hard work and success. Like, it's all good, but then it's like, everyone's idea of success <laughs> is different. Yeah, well, I think it's more like the Western society where yeah. you're looking for the next the next big thing. You want to it be is, the next yeah. one. Where you go to other countries, they're more like, I'm chill, bro. <laughs> like, I got yeah. everything handled, bro. Like, what else do I need, bro? Like, I, I don't need this, here, I don't need that. Everyone's eating, everyone's happy. They got clothes That's on it, their exactly. back, roof over their head, Mickey. They're drinking clean water. That's what they want. Did you notice, though, the times or the day being longer? A lot longer. Did you feel like there's more barakah in that time? A lot. Because you're socializing with like the right people and you're talking about like the right topics and just like it's just beautiful feeling like because it's a lot different to experience like it's one thing to experience as a tourist, like Phuket for example for myself, and then coming to a a village where it's like I'm with locals. Mm. Like I've kind I feel part of the community. I understand your life. I understand you as a person, as you're a Muslim, like you're my brother. Like it's just beautiful. Like yeah. that's all whole point like you said before the human interaction is so vital in our lives especially as muslims man like yeah. family's number one brotherhood w- strengthening brotherhood in general and it's just like they've just got it right yeah, like 100%. as simple as their life is maybe they don't make as much money as us but that's why you solo trip mate that's bro. why that's why you solo trip <laughs> exactly look what he came back become more wiser look at him bro honestly i was taking the flight back to melbourne and usually, you know, sometimes you feel a bit like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm coming home, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. 
I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I want to yeah, stay yeah, there, yeah. bro. That's what I was thinking as well. It's like, bro. I shouldn't be coming back to Melbourne. <laughs> well, but just because that's how it is, though. Like, after COVID, first trip is not enough. Mm. It's like you're trying to catch up for lost, lost time. 100%. But alhamdulillah, man, like, amazing experience. I'm uh, Honestly, there's probably so much I've missed out on, but it'll come up like. You can use that in, uh, as as fodder in other arguments. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It'll come about in the in the weeks. To <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? It's it's FIFA pack opening type thing. Okay, oh, okay. <laughs> thank God I didn't hear it. I didn't get it. No, no, it makes sense. Actually, in the co- in the context of yeah. the of the state of the situation, <laughs> it does make sense. But yeah, it'll come with the weeks to come, inshallah. But no, no, bro, honestly, biggest blessing. Like, I can't thank my friend enough. Like, if you think about it, like we we're talking about the other episode. I met him once, but this guy, like, I stayed in his, he had a spare apartment, mm. obviously, alhamdulillah, that worked out well, but then still, he allowed me to stay there, he looked after me, he, yes, he has a business, but then he took me around his whole week, took me all these places, paid for some things as well, it's like, brotherhood is is everything, bro, honestly. I think I figured out a way to help those people who love social media and the attention it gives. Go to, what's it called, Patang? Patani. Yeah, Patani. You're going to be a very odd person there. You're going to be mm. one of the only people. You want attention. 100%, 100%. Go there. Get off social media. 100%, bro. Go to Patani and be the, the, the one miss the one, the, 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 the what's, one what's that weird link? The odd one out. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Go do that instead of putting your photos bro. up online expecting it's a like couple seriously, likes. Seriously, man. Like, I'll go for walks, bro, like in the mornings just to suss out like the street I'm on and see whatever else I can find. Bro, they stare at you like... Every single time, I just got used to it, but then I was just laughing. It was like, this <laughs> is normal here. It's Some like people live for that stuff, bro. That's what I mean. Well, no, they do. Yeah, like, like, go get Patani, bro. They do. They should show out. But it was weird, man. But then it just shows, like, not many people travel, not many people get exposure to other things. Yeah. Life's big, man. The world is, is huge. Massive, bro. I was so confused. And so small at the same time. Yeah. True, like we are connected in the same way. So doesn't make sense what I said, but no, we we'll are. Run we with are. it. <laughs> oh, bro, I'm gonna run with it, bro. <laughs> we'll run with it. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to add, bro? Because we'll wrap it up soon. The nah, show. Alhamdulillah, it was all good. Just yeah, thank my friend for everything, and Alhamdulillah. What's his name? Shout him out, bro. Fatah, I'm gonna shout you out. Nah, I'm coming thank to have a much. coffee. I'm coming <laughs> to have a coffee and kick it back there. I need some attention. I want that. I want that special <laughs> coffee <laughs> that you guys bring did. him down to Melbourne, inshallah. No, hundred percent. I'm trying. Honestly, I'm trying to. Push, I'm trying to push him to come down, inshallah. Maybe you can teach us, teach us Polish. Yes, <laughs> why not? Yeah. Thai, Malay, Allah. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching another Fairikum episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment as well. Whether you think Ali's just is on a high, or you reckon he's cooked, <laughs> let us know. Thank you very much. Take care.